Welcome to the Dynasty Academy, Michael Washington Weeks. I said, boy, aren't you a dense one, you overripe banana. Mark Angst. And Eli, you can't put this in the show. But these idiots are literally talking about trading. Eli Manuel. Dollar General. Legion of Boom. Eli, you can cut this out. You can leave it in, too. Restart. They hit hard. They hit different. Mark is being a pompous ass before we came on air. and That's so loose, butthole. Elite. All right, run us an intro. Oh, just run us an intro. Look at this. Okay, dictator. Holy shit. <laughs> Somebody pissed at me. He is guys. the producer, so. Yeah, this is true. He is the producer. What, what? I have been on too many apps. I don't know what to follow. Welcome to the Dynasty Academy. Tonight, we're going to do Twitter trades, and apparently, we're going to help Mark with an actual trade. I mean, I don't know what league. I mean, is it a league that we're co-owners in, Mark? No. Oh, okay. So let, let's. If you're co-owner, then you would know the trader. <laughs> no, because I don't get the notification. Oh, no, I do get the notifications now. That's right. I forgot it was one of the updates that did. <laughs> Sleeper. All right. All right. So what, what's this trade offer that you're. I don't think I like it, but I'm just curious to see what everybody thinks. It would be sending AJ Brown for Drake London in a second. And the second is not going to be anything at the Debbie League. Oh. Um, so Drake London. Well, average ADP would be, what do you think is right now, 104, 103 in rookie drafts? Oh, I thought you were talking about the 104th <laughs> so player. Like, I'm uh, like, maybe overall he's the 104th player, but I don't know. I don't think so. No, his ADP is what? You would think probably 103, 104 in rookie drafts? I mean, pretty. I would say pretty in much that range, range from 2 to 5 probably. Cause so essentially, between, as far as rookie picks are concerned, it would be you trading A.J. Brown for a top 5 pick. Getting a second round pick in a Debbie draft doesn't mean really jack shit. <clears throat> so basically, it would be AJ Brown straight up for that 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 pick. Pretty much. That's the hardest part with Debbie leagues. Is I like, yeah. I, Everybody I, I need I'm more not, in return. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I might need more. I, I'm not a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Obviously, everybody knows that, and I'm not as high on Drake London as other people are. But I've come around a little bit on him as far as like his potential. I just, I really don't. I don't know. I think that you would probably have to have something else come back with London. I, I think it'd be better if I had a, if I had a Debbie pick. I just don't know if he has any left, you know, that I think about it. Everybody, nobody's traded their picks yet, I don't believe. Yes, they did. Who the hell's traded their picks? I know Demon traded one and two in a league, so he would have a third if it was Demon. It is. Trying to, trying to make that trade. So You, you I mean, also own a second, third round pick. So I don't know how, if you forgot about that. No, so... It was the the trade that I made with Ian where he included it, and I didn't catch it till afterwards. And I was just like, "Well, maybe it'll slide under the radar." And you were the only one that mentioned it. And it was yeah. like it, last year, you were like, "I thought we weren't trading future Devies." And I was like, "Yeah, I was hoping nobody was going to notice." And I think Ian's going to be okay because I think he's going to be back, so I don't have to worry about it. But let's curb that <laughs> for the I'm future. Because you said there's been no trades. I mean, that that's also been we've had. But three Debbie picks traded so far. Well, yeah, I, just don't, I, I, I don't know if a Debbie third does it for me either, though. I don't think a Debbie third with a with a with a second rookie, uh, a second round rookie is going to be enough. <clears throat> this is a problem with a lot of his team is he sells off all these picks for the older players, and then like it, it's going to be hard replacing his teams if he ever flakes out on them. Oh, we play with a few people like that. Difficult. Maybe the same person. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it would depend on your stance in Drake, but yeah, I would probably want more back. A lot it's tougher just, than yeah. I thought, though. Just because AJ Brown really has injury history, I love him as an upside. I I, I don't like him with Jalen Hurts. 
But, I mean, Drake London also has Marcus Mariota throwing to him. What are you trying to say? Look, Eli, <laughs> I'm sorry, my man. Like, <laughs> I, I know how much you love certain quarterbacks yeah. for some reason, but uh, I, I would feel better if he, Drake Fromm was throwing to him. Let's put it that way. Oh, God. That is, <laughs> that's, that's low. I don't that's know if I agree low. with that one. That's uh, I mean, it depends if you actually think I'm serious. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, okay. So, we helped Mark with that trade. He's going to reject it. I'm he does not have any Debbie players otherwise either. So. No, he traded off all his picks because <clears throat> that's what he does. It's just when he actually drafts, he's really not a bad drafter. It's just he's trying to get his attention. He's literally trying to get a toddler to sit still during a funeral or something. I don't, guys have an attention span of a squirrel. I wanted to say newt. Oh, newt. Whatever. I mean, whatever animal has the lowest attention span, this is what that guy has. Okay. Twitter trades. <clears throat> Mark and Eli scoured the Twitter Twitter sphere, Twitter sphere, Twitter Twitter whatever it is, the Twittersverse, whatever you want to call it, and found some awesome trades for us to discuss. Mm, so awesome. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know who, who wants to start. Uh, I will just say any future reference bragging about trading for Christian McCaffrey, not a flex. I I think he was just more bragging because he knows. Well, he he thinks he's under paid for him because people in the league with us in that league would make him give up more. But right, because in that league, it's completely different than other leagues where you're starting three running backs as a minimum. So it's like So that I don't think he was thinking about that. I, I think he just he thinks he got the better end of the deal, like right. by a long shot. What I'm saying is, though, is the reason why it might feel like it costs more in that league is because running backs are a lot more premium in our league th in that league than most other leagues. <clears throat> so it's not a flex, though. <laughs> it's scary. No, I mean, it's I mean, scary. One hundred three is a it's a big one hundred three is a pretty nice pick. Big give, so, but yeah. but we also saw in that same league, Eli landed up with the one hundred three and got uh, Brees Hall. So that wasn't in that league. That trade wasn't in that league. No, no, I know that, that, but I'm saying... That trade was in another league, is what I'm this saying. This is a guy who who moved to 103... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. ...to get CMC. Right. <clears throat> but in this league where he's now flexing that trade because he thinks he would have paid more because he thinks he swindled the guy in the other league is the league where they passed on mm -hmm. Brees Hall... I was so happy. ...to 103. So him flexing in this league makes sense after watching <laughs> his rookie draft. He won the championship, though, I think. I think he was the championship winner last year. No, it was no. Um, Daryl won the championship. So that he, was the year before. Sorry, year, year before, before I believe. Yeah, yeah. year before Daryl winning a championship. <laughs> Let's not make that a habit. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. <God. laughs> right. I, I tell him every day. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't for me, Daryl, you wouldn't win any championships. All right. <laughs> I do find it funny in this best ball draft. If you look at your two drafts, they're literally the same: can, running can, back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. Quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> could you imagine why? I have no idea. Could, could you imagine why that would ever happen at all? And if you notice that they're stacks too, right? I didn't see it was a stack. No, I missed that one. Yeah, because he has a Devo. And then he took he, Trey Lance. Did he? Oh, he did take Trey Lance. I thought that was super early for Trey Lance. <laughs> That's right. That was my convincing him to do it. If I could just beat him, I'm just going to be. <laughs> start giving him bad advice. I was like, you should absolutely stack. You should absolutely take Trey Lance right. I think it's a great pick. And essentially a one-quarterback lead. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It, so, Eli, since you're not in this league, I will tell you. Let's put it this way. Josh Allen was the 10th highest scorer in the format that we are currently doing our best ball league in. And Jonathan Taylor 
and Cooper Cup outscored him by over 100 points. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> he still went 101, though, because... And he still went 101, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a super flex, and I honestly would just rather take another wide receiver or running back to fit that flex spot than a quarterback. So it's essentially a one quarterback league. Yeah. All right. Let's get to, let's get to the Twitter trades. Ah, Twitter trades. That's my favorite time of year. I like right. I love camp because everybody oh, on the planet yeah. is is great. I mean, Clyde Clyde Edwards Hilaire may never see the field ever again. Or terrible. Right. <laughs> Derek Derek two point All right. Super flex PPR. Only a ten team, but I don't think it really matters that much because there's no picks. So Guy Moore and Rashad Bateman, or Michael Pittman and Kadarius Tony. Pittman and Tony. That's where I lean, just because I want Pittman. Yeah. But Moore and Bateman could like the upside is very high. With so basically, two. if you stack the four of these, it's one and four for two and. Three. Yep, hundred percent. Uh but I I feel like two and three are actually closer to one. Then four is to two and three. Which is the reason why I feel like I would probably take Bateman and Moore here. Not <laughs> not because not because I don't love Michael Pittman, because I love him when it comes to like when it deals with Matt Ryan being there, because I think it's gonna be a huge step up. I just I just really like Bateman's talent. And, and to be completely honest with you, Lamar didn't do a really bad job of throwing over twenty yards last year. It was Hollywood had like four drops. Yeah, yeah. Over mm-hmm. over twenty yards last year, so and if he continues to improve throwing, uh I, I I would say Bateman and more just by a slight margin and a lot of it's also because I don't really trust Kader. I'd rather have two players that I feel like I can trust instead of one and a half, maybe. I just I, I kinda lean with Eli where I go with the best player in this one just <clears throat> just because he's he's proven it with mediocre to okay quarterback play last year yeah, from, yeah, from Wentz. Yeah. And the year prior to that was a noodle arm, Philip Rivers, who was, yeah, you know, no, so we oh, still yeah. had a pretty good year with him. So, uh, with Matt Ryan, I think it could hopefully is going to be even even better. Yeah, I, I, I see I, the other side of it with Sky Moore and Bateman also. I'm the same way. I see I see the other side with Michael Pittman, and you, you know I love Pittman. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would have mm-hmm. traded a, I would have traded a first for Pittman in a heartbeat. So, I mean, I, it's definitely a very tough uh, decision. I just I think for the balance for my team, though, I would rather have the two guys. Well, I mean, it's more still obviously a wild card as a rookie. That's, but I just that, that's where I'm at with that. Is I feel like they're a wash, Tony and Moore, pretty close to a wash for me. To where I just want Pittman because I don't even know yeah, what we yeah. have in Sky Moore yet. That's true. Not that but I I've like seen what we kind of have in Kadarius Tony, and that's right. that's what I think worries me the most, and the fact that they took his clone. <laughs> and, and, and Bateman's a wild card too, and, I, and I'm fully aware of that. Like that Bateman's a wild card because we still don't really know what we have with him. So that's obviously still a possibility. Pittman's probably the only, you know, proven commodity out of that trade. So I I fully understand leaning towards the Pittman side in comparison. So, I mean, maybe just being a 10 team, I think I definitely would go with Pittman probably because I probably have a pretty better roster than I did in a 12 team. Likely so. Yeah. I guess it would make a bigger difference being a 10 team. All right, Eli, hit us with – oh, here, I'll give you the – Twitter, Twitter is on the Pittman side, and I'm not surprised because I think people see Pittman and just kind of look at yeah. that and boom. It's only 62-38, though, so yeah. it's actually not a huge... Let, let's put it this way. For me, it would be if I was offered that for Pittman, I would reject it. But if I was able to get Pittman for that, I would be okay with that. Like, that would be the, I guess, would be the trade that I would, 
that I would do. Yep. If that makes any sense. All right, full I'm PPR. Sure you just said Pittman all to get Pittman on both sides. I'm pretty sure you just said, even though you were taking the other side of the trade before. So. <laughs> well, but, but I, I would. I'm just saying that I wouldn't take it. I, even though I would take, even though I'm leaning that way, right. I wouldn't take it if I owned Pittman. Right. You know I mean? But if like, you were offered it to get Pittman, you'd take it. Well, right. But I mean, I. <laughs> I so, so either way, you're going. Oh, well, yeah, but even though in the trade yourself, you say, "Nah, I'll go the other side." In a vacuum, <laughs> I would go to the other side. I guess. I don't know. It's close for me. I mean, it's, very, right. it's very close for me. Okay. It's very close for me. In a hypothetical league that's oh, yeah, full PPR, tight end premium, DK Metcalf. It, roster construction. I would have to see my roster construction <laughs> too. <laughs> you know me. I, I, Ross Construction plays such a huge part in my trades. DK huge Metcalf. Part. Oh, boy. Or TJ Hawkinson in the 23 first. Dynasty. What, what What are the other specs? Is it tight end premium? Tight end Old PPR, tight end premium. Oh, it's Hawkins. I don't even... Was it the first? Was the other thing? I, I still want Hawkins, whatever it was. <laughs> Hawkinson in the 23 first? I do, yeah. Yeah, I, I would... Yeah, because I would trade... Metcalf for a first, pretty much straight up. So I, if I can get Hawkinson out of it, I, I want Hawkinson. I'm sure. I, I'm sure Twitter probably has Metcalf winning by like a two to one margin. Nope. Really, Hawkinson in the first, sixty two percent. Twenty three first, I think, hold a lot of value to people's minds. Uh, they, so they do. You'll see that in good. And and Metcalf really has dipped because of his losing Russell Wilson. Well, and that and that's the big thing for me. Like with one of the with the trade that we saw in our league where Daryl was. You know, like, oh, is there more to that trade? And the Mark Andrews trade for, oh, is it yeah, I was the one who did it. You did it, yeah. And I told him on the phone, that, you know, the following day, I was like, dude, you're just caught up in what Metcalf has done. I mean, what, who's his quarterback? And he's like, well, he's going to have a quarterback at some point in time in his career. I'm like, he only signed a two-year extension, and it's going to be a rookie next year, most likely anyway. So why would I want Metcalf? Like, if there's no guarantees. There's a duplicate there. I mean, you see who's throwing him the ball? Geno Smith? I'm hoping for like a couple big weeks in a row, and I can flip them to a. For for you, it made the trade completely made sense, but I just. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. I, I <clears throat> I'm gonna look to turn DK into something else. Yeah. Hopefully. What was the other tight end we got back in that? Um. Didn't they get Dalton Schultz? Oh yeah, Schultz. Yeah, who was a, what a top five tight end last year in fantasy? Yeah, he just didn't sign a contract this year, so he's on on the tag. So we don't know where he'll be next year, but. Right. It's in an offense that lost Amari Cooper. You have Michael Gap gonna probably miss games. So That's what it looks like anyways. Oh. Dalton's gonna see plus I have Dawson Knox in that league too, so like I'm not it's not like getting Schultz and him having a down year, I'm like terribly hurting for tight end right. help in that league. How about oh, speaking of tight ends, how about Shaheen Deal falling through and he's back with Miami because he failed the physical? And it's so funny mm-hmm. based on a team team by team basis as far as what fail, fails a physical? Because I remember like another trade a few years ago failed. Yeah, it happens every like, so often. Yeah, it was like a knee injury or something. They were concerned about his knee, and then the guy went on to have like a, you know, a pretty solid year. It's weird. All right, Mark All right, so we, got, we got another uh, ten-team superflex league. David Montgomery and the one hundred and eight for Cam Akers and Hunter Renfro. Akers and Renfro. For- so at one hundred and eight, you're probably looking at. In a ten-team league, depending on the specs, probably. Let's well, super flex. So I'm, Chris I'm Olave, maybe maybe Pickett goes in there somewhere, possibly. But yeah, Olave, Chris Olave, James Pickens, Cook, maybe more James Cook, Pickens, more Watson. Right. 
for, for, for Eli, we can make it Olave and David Montgomery for right. Miami <laughs> and Renfro. <laughs> uh, I, I'm taking I just the think, Akers side. Yeah, I just think based off of if you're talking like in dynasty format here, I fully expect the Rams to use Akers him, and even if they use him and Henderson, Montgomery's that 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 Bears offense, that Bears team in general is a absolute complete nightmare and i don't even know if montgomery is going montgomery might face 10 in the box teams literally might just put a safety out there and just not even guard any well, of the, the only thing you have to their wide receivers are awful yeah no, no, no. but i'm um, fields is running ability is it, going to keep defenses a little bit more in check it's just the question of whether they are going to use fields that way. You could literally run a spy on him all freaking game and never and, and not even have to worry about it because the receivers are that bad. Yeah, they have Cole Komet, though. So you're spying, you're kind of giving the middle. Like, there, there is some partial pieces on the team that I don't think you can just go, yeah, they're going to stack. The, but I do think David Montgomery is going to struggle at times depending on who they're playing. You know, better defenses are really getting going to clamp down on them. Uh, Detroit, for, for me, Green Bay's defense is nice. Minnesota's got a pretty well-rounded team. Like that's six games right there where I think Montgomery's going to struggle in general. And even if Cam shares with Henderson, I feel like he's just going to be a lot more because there's no, you you have to you have to respect the pass in LA. You can't just be like it's going to be Acres and Henderson and just it, like in Chicago, you don't have to respect the the, the pass because it's ass. I don't care about. <laughs> You know, Cole Komet or how these receivers have looked in practice. You guys, it, I, you're it, forgetting to kill Harry good. here. I don't right, care right, about the any guy of, missing eight weeks. Yeah, I don't care about any of the damn wide receivers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I so, just, I, I, I also, I don't know if people are as high in acres as we are. Um, he's definitely not a guy that gets the respect I think he's going to earn this year. So Twitter does not agree with us. They are 55 to 45 on the David Montgomery side, but. A lot of that, I think, plays into just Acres. We we see what Acres can be and, and know what he can do. Others don't view him that way. Even coming out, nobody his ADP view him that way. is unreal. And it was yeah. and it was this it was the same thing with with Dalvin Cook. Yeah. You know, because Dalvin Cook tested poorly. Acres didn't even test poorly, but Dalvin Cook had tested so poorly that they were like, oh. And then he had the two injuries back to back in those first two years. That third year, like where Acres is right now, you were seeing Dalvin Cook in round six. Five, no. six of startups, and and really like people were way down on him. Like he got traded for, yeah. Granted, knee injury, Achilles, a little bit different, but we, I think oh, we uh, saw enough oh, from Acres that I think we should not be too worried about it at this point. Even if you are still a little bit concerned about the Achilles, I think the the Twitter agrees with the Montgomery side is because they see that first round pick, and they sure. see two, and they say two players on the other side that yeah. they necessarily wouldn't trade. You know, or, or wouldn't trade, you know, they wouldn't accept the first round pick back on, personally. I, but, I mean, okay. I'm looking at those guys at 108. It's a drop off for me after the top seven. So, personally, so with, it's like so a tear break for me. With that, I got one. Jonathan Taylor in the, okay, 12 team PPR dynasty. Jonathan Taylor in the 112. Javante Williams and Pittman. Oh, Ooh, I, I knew you guys would like that one. Uh, I honestly, you know, I'm going Javante Williams side here. And, and I think it's just because of the tear break at in this draft class for me at 108. Like, Christian Watson, I, but the tear break for me at 108. Uh, like, Christian Watson, Sky Moore are on the upper echelon of that, that you know, tier two. But 
I think after James Cook at, you know, seven is where I would probably place him, six or seven. You could maybe put Olave in there at eight. But a- after that, it gets kind of, you know, like, eh, you know, like, do I trust the and Michael Pittman again, going back to the first trade, like we- we've seen he can do it. So I, I really yeah. think it comes down to how close you view Javante and Taylor. Now, yep. I'm not saying they're close. How close you so I really, I really think the difference between that trade is how you feel, how close you feel Javante and Taylor are. Not saying they are close because Taylor is clearly the number one running back and it's not close. But I don't view them to be astronomically far apart and Pitts, Pittman and the 112 is. So I think Pittman... Bridges the gap enough with Javante, where Taylor in the 112 just that's you know you know what you have with Taylor, but the 112 is just too much. Where at least Javante and Pittman, we've seen it. You know, Javante had a good season, splitting I think a 50-50 split, and I think it'll be 60-40 this year. So just add 10 percent more to him. If you believe cat, if you believe camp camp report, 70-30 is where it's going to be at. So I mean, I, I think they'll they'll every team is going, especially good ones are going to. Split some carries, keep their guys fresh. It's, just, it's, it's a 17 game season now. It's just how it's going to be. People need to get used to it. I broke this trade down before you give us the results, Eli. I broke this trade down as in a super flex, because you said this was super flex, right? Yep. In a super flex format, in a startup, this is how I broke this down. Jonathan Taylor's ADP is right around 3 4 range. And I took it as me having the 103 and trading back to the 112. Because I feel like Javante Williams, who may not sneak into the end of the first per se, but he could be, he's very close to there. So I look at it from a 103 to 112 drop, and then Pittman is just completely outweighs, completely outweighs, in my eyes, the, the 112 um, as far as, you know, what you're getting for value, for what you're getting for value. Yes, I chose that one for two reasons. One, I would like to get more Jonathan Taylor, but it's difficult. And then I know. I think we as a whole group are a little bit higher on Javante. Um, it's possible, absolutely. So I, I feel the same way. To, I'm leaning to the Williams-Pittman side, but I would still have a really hard time hitting accept on that trade. But I would... Owning, owning Taylor, yeah, I would do. Um, well, uh, owning Taylor would be very difficult, but I just think that there's enough of a gap for, for, for Pittman, in my opinion, uh, to, to bridge that. And take that pick. It's, it, yeah. it's hard because, like Jonathan Taylor, like we we say he's the clear cut number one, and he and he is. The likelihoods of him repeating what he did last year in a new offense with an yeah. upgraded quarterback is is unlikely. Didn't say it's impossible, but it's unlikely. And with Javante, I think what we got was a taste of what he could reach. And at this year, it, it, even if he's like, uh, you know, the gap is you know pretty significant. Javante can easily close that gap and put them very much closer by the end of this year, you know, with his talent. And Najee Harris is in that group too. So those three to me are the only three first round running backs. That's how I feel this year, especially in dynasty. And you have Jonathan Taylor to Javante. If you're staying in the first round, in my opinion, you know, Pittman bridges that gap, but Jonathan Taylor's value. And I don't trade for top tier value guys very often just because it's so astronomical for a price that I could see why nobody would take that trade if they didn't own Jonathan Taylor. So results were 62% Taylor. 
and and again that's that that vision remember when david johnson had that year and then came back the following year oh yeah david johnson you you couldn't even three three first round draft picks you weren't even getting david johnson for you know what i mean like it was crazy like it was one of the most and and i think we've seen it every year we've seen like christian mccaffrey a couple years ago in 2020 before the injuries like you know saquon barkley after his rookie year like there was just no way that you would have been able to to get them for a price that that's cheap but even if you just break it down and you look at it and you go well you know i i I guess i probably could have taken that trade because look what happened you know so yeah so we got 12 team ppr only one quarterback rashad bateman or the 110 and 204 oh 110 and 204 even even the quarterback yeah let me let me explain why because this is one of those things where you are regardless of what side of the coin you're on um where you're looking at bateman we don't know what we have with bateman we all we have is speculation and talent we only have what we can go off of for who he is right and you're getting two picks in you said 110 and 204 right so you're getting two picks in a 12-team league. You're getting two picks inside the top 16. Now, this class obviously isn't like, oh, my God, stellar. But you're still getting potential in those picks. After the 204, I probably would have been like, eh, not so much. But there's still some guys like Romeo Dobbs. I mean, I, I would absolutely, in a one-quarterback league, take Dobbs in, inside that early second, mid, mid-second range. No problem. You know, Damon Pierce who's been going in the third round in super flex leagues would probably creep up the boards there in that one QB. I would be able to take him at two or four and I would be fine with it. And if I was able to add two pieces that I feel like could contribute, I would rather do that than rely on hopefully Rashad Bateman being the guy we think he could be. So I was surprised because I've never really been a Bateman fan and I was almost leaning Bateman, but when it's this close, I always lean the side that's getting the extra piece whether it's a throw-in player that i want or that extra pick i don't want to hold on to bateman to see what he is compared to getting james cook and you could double up 110 and 204 yeah cook cook hasn't fallen really past eight in in super flex league so you're probably not going to get you're probably not going to get him in a, in a one. His rookie ADP right now is 110. Wow. Really? Well, yeah. Brees Hall, Drake London, Burks, Walker, Wilson, Olave, Williams, Moore, Watson, Cook. See, Moore, Watson is. Moore, Watson for me, like, that shouldn't be happening in my opinion. But okay. It, I mean, I'm it, sure it, I mean, it is. I mean, and if Cook, if, if, if that's what's happening and Cook's there at 110, then I'm easily taking the 110 side, no problem. But. I, it's just, it, and, and I'm high on Bateman, you know, like I'm higher on Bateman than you are, Eli, but I just, I really honestly would trust myself more with the picks and especially if James Cook, especially if James Cook. I'm leaning Bateman. And then I, I think we saw a lot from him last year, even, even with him battling some injuries and then Lamar battling injuries. He, I think he still had a pretty good season. And now with Hollywood gone, it's, it's pretty much down to him and, and Andrews, so I, I I think more touchdowns. He only had one last year, or in the card. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bateman in that sense. And uh, Twitter actually goes Bateman sixty percent to forty percent. I thought that was actually pretty high, especially with picks being involved. Okay. But this draft this draft class isn't, isn't yeah, very you know it's not it already it's simmered. Yeah, it's it's not really as at least a promising 
you know, on paper, as people was, I guess, kind of hoping it would be. So, all right, AJ Brown and James Cook for Antonio Gibson and DK Metcalf. Oh. AJ Brown and James Cook. <clears throat> yeah, that's easy. For, that's not close. I, I love Antonio. I love Antonio Gibson, but sixty-five percent. AJ Brown and James Cook. Gibson. Gibson's just being. Yeah. what Looks like phased out of, they of both, Washington. They both and. Both players on that side of this trade are huge yeah, question marks at this point. Yeah, very tough situation. Yeah. Very tough situation. Um, I'm not a big DK fan anyway. Even even if Russ was still there, I would still go. Yeah. With Brown and Cook, I I just never been the, the, a DK guy. A lot of his production has just come off broken plays. You know, Russ extending extending plays. Like I guarantee, if there was a stat out there, and I'm sure somebody has a stat somewhere, but has a stat on percentage of, of production based upon broken plays or extended plays. DK's probably got one of the highest wide receiver percentages out of the entire league. So so this one's not as much a trade question. It's a, kind of more of who you would rather. So two wide receivers on the same team. I'm not exactly sure what their ADP is, but I have to assume they're probably close. We got Jalen Tobert or Michael Gallup. <clears throat> uh, do you remember Michael did, Gallup did sign his uh, an extension, so... Yeah, he's part of the Dallas plan. All right, so Eli, I'll let you order. I'll let you get to this one first because I, got, I think I need to think this one through. As far as he, he said, he's taking Tolbert. I said Tolbert, <laughs> but why? 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 Why are you taking Tolbert? I we've seen Gallup. Yes, he signed an extension, but I'm going to take the younger guy in the scenario where I right. see Gallup as so. <clears throat> Gallup. If you take a look at Gallup's like career at this point in time. It's way more productive than I think people realize. Oh, it is for sure. And, and my thing with Gallup is, is without the Amari Cooper, CD Lamb in front of him, you know, scenario. And we, and we did see him as a wide receiver too on that team very briefly. Is he closer to CD Lamb as a wide receiver too? Or is he better as being the wide receiver three? You know what I mean? Like, cause he, they, they that offense could support three wide receivers. We've seen it. They, we, we know they can. It's just, is the gap too much from the wide receiver three for Gallup? Is he a true talent to be a wide receiver two? You know what I mean? Like in that offense, as far as progressions are concerned. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of in agreement with you. I think with it being that close, I'm probably going to side with the younger guy, even though my production may be off for a year. I used to be a lot higher on Gallup, but he th- there's too much of a the name I was trying to think of, Russell Gage feeling. He makes yes, he's made some plays and we've seen some production, a thousand yard season, but it hasn't been as consistent since then. You could say Cooper and whatever and Lamb, but I just I struggle with Gallup. What was his stats last year before he got his knee injury, Mark? Are you looking at it right now? He had no? like eight hundred yards, six hundred. Be- before oh, sorry. Be- before his knee so, injury? So last year he was uh thirty five for four forty five and he had two touchdowns. 62 targets. 62. So he had 35 catches on 62 targets at that point. Just, I, I, I would just have, I would just have to side with the younger guy. But we in Tobert, it's a complete long shot here. Oh, and he absolutely. I mean, he he's likely going to be the wide receiver three. I mean, even before the James Washington injury, I feel like he was going to probably be the the wide receiver three to start the year. It's just a matter of where does his talent bring him. You know, it, it, does he? Is it possible he ends up being a wide receiver too and produces like Gallup did? Or my, my thing is, he's going to have the opportunity to start the season. 
and we're going to get a pretty early picture. There's no way that he's not in that starting rotation when the season starts because Gallup's not starting the first game. He's probably missing a few games. They're bringing yeah. pretty hush-hush. James Washington, whether he was hurt or not, I wasn't concerned about him. Tobert should get some opportunity. So we're going to get an early look. I'll lean the – which for all, I don't even know if how how old is Gallup. 26. Okay, so he's like three years old, like three years older yeah. than Tobert. Because Tobert's yeah, Tobert's 23. Old. I don't. He's twenty-three. I don't know their their exact. But yeah, to, Tobert was a little bit older coming out, and and that actually might work into his favor because it's like the Cooper Cup situation where Cooper Cup came out as an older prospect. He was NFL ready right away, and that could work in Tolbert's favor. Tolbert could be pretty well polished in this offense and whatever else that he's he comes in and makes plays and splashes and and shows out. I mean. You know, when when Cooper Cup was drafted, nobody, everybody was kind of like the same that we're talking about Tolbert as far as like being a long shot. So there is that possibility, but it goes back to late breakout age and high school and college and all that other so stuff. It's a so. risky, it's a risky go, but yeah, I'm I'm, not... I'm I'm taking Gallup just for that exact reason. It I I've kind of seen it with Gallup. Yeah, he's a little bit of a injury history, but I've already seen him in that office offense, and I think he can keep going with it. So I think I would lean Gallup. <clears throat> just for that fact twitter uh disagrees with me they are actually on the tolbert side really? 54% to 46% i mean gallup's injured right now so i think that kind of depresses his his people's mindset of him out there me. it um, is yes all right i got another one with antonio gibson <laughs> antonio gibson and dj shark or marquise brown oh god antonio <laughs> gibson and dj shark <laughs> oh my lord uh gibson and Twitter says Sharks do 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 do. Twitter's gonna go with Marquise Brown. Yeah, they're gonna go fifty-four percent. And that's because closer they, than I thought, actually. And that's because they all love Tyler Murray. No, that's because they all love speed. Well, that too, and they also love Tyler Murray. Twi- tw- <laughs> the fantasy community on Twitter is literally filled with some of the worst advice. Antonio Gibson's ADP has plummeted, and we just talked about it so much so that Marquise Brown, a guy that people throw around for late seconds you're doubling up to try to get him yeah who could easily not be happy in arizona and go play video games instead after yeah. one year i yeah. traded him and tyler murray good. Smart, smart trade i did see something today about kyler murray so i guess when call of duty releases every year Oh, I saw that too. That was funny. Kyler Murray's stats always dip at the exact same time in Call of Duty releases each each year. And the hard Arizona's the, the in season hard knocks, which the first episode comes out like two weeks after the Call of Duty drops. So they're the guys like I'm interested to see if uh they catch him playing Call of Duty instead of studying his playbook. Oh. Which you which you know he's not gonna do because A, there's gonna be cameras around and B because of the yeah, right. because of the 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 media exposure that was covered with that contract clause. But it's just funny because the guy even had like graphs showing like Call of Duty comes out, Murray stats for them. And he's will... been injured late in the season a lot, so that kind of plays into that. But... Oh, hey, he gets injured so he can play Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, right. One of the things with Arizona that I noticed though uh, that I was looking at is their splits from the beginning of the year to the second half of the year are terrible. And it, it dates back to Cliff Kingsbury in college, believe it or not. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but did not. his his college career, he started out at Texas when he was the head coach of Texas Tech. 
he would start out a bunch like the first like two or three seasons he he would start out like three and oh four and oh five and oh and then would end the season just barely at 500 or below 500 so he's not and, good at making adjustments and teams adjust to him easily and the last two years in arizona he started out what seven no both years and where did it get him at the, at the end of the year what was their record at the end of the year so made the playoffs last year didn't make it the year prior Right, missed the playoffs the first year when they had one less game, and was yep. what the six seed. Last year, year? they no, this year because they played the Rams the first in week one, right? Yeah, Rams won the division, right? The Rams, the Rams, I think were the three seed. No, yeah, the Rams, the Rams, I believe were the three seed, which means they were the six seed. Arizona was the six seed, yeah. so they barely got in yeah. themselves. Who was the five seed? San Francisco. San Francisco was, was the five seed. Yep. Yeah, because the Rams played. Yeah, because San Fran beat Dallas. And San Fran beat Dallas, yep. And Philadelphia got blown out by Tampa Bay. So, I mean, and, and that's the, been the story of Cliff Kingsbury's career as a head coach. All right, we got a – so this is actually a, a three-quarterback possible starting lineup. It's a oh. one-quarterback with two superflexes, Dynasty League. This person won the previous year. His quarterbacks are Brady, Stafford, and Cousins. So looking good for this season, but not the greatest long-term. He would be getting Jahan Dotson – Isaiah Spiller, and a 23 first, and he gave up Davis Mills. It was Jahan Dotson who? Spiller and a first. Oh, That's what man. he got. He gave Davis Mills. Now, three quarterbacks starting, so quarterbacks do hold a little bit more weight. It, but, so, I, the Dotson side, because I still think that's a lot for Davis Mills. Um, he, and, and for a team like that, where he won the league and has three quarterbacks of that nature, though, I almost question the move at the same time because if Davis Mills goes out and actually produces really well for Houston, you have youth at that quarterback position, assuming that they don't go quarterback next year. Right. So, but at the same time, if his quarterbacks look like that, I'm assuming the rest of his roster probably looks very similar. So him getting youth in general at any position is going to be good. So I would swing the dots inside. I mean, I'm taking the dots inside and, and I like Dobbs and I like Spiller, but that first is yeah. The first is yeah. The first is primo. Primo, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Eli, I'm assuming you're going the same way. Yeah. So um, Twitter was 94 percent on the 23 first side. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. know how many of them understood the one quarterback two superlex though either, because you know when you <laughs> just read it's a one quarterback, some people just move on, and stop reading. Yeah. So, but yeah, right. it's pretty easy. 12-team half PPR dynasty doesn't say anything else. Najee or Akers, Judy, in a 23 mid-first. Oh, man. Oh, that's a doozy. What were the specifics again? One more time. Oh, it says it's 12-team half PPR. I'm taking the Akers-Judy first side. Yeah. With that being a 23 mid-first and what looks like well, the I mean, speculation of... would be mid-first. Right? Yeah, but but whatever. But with the amount of running backs it's also expected to come out next year, you you could end up having two very good running backs out of the trade and a you know what could end up being a very good wide receiver with Russell Wilson. That is, yes, it is. Yes, yes, we've seen it with Najee, but he's also a little bit older on a team that is looking worse. I think it's too much so, for Najee. I I. I that's what I mean. I, I, if I own Najee, that'd probably be a deal I'm looking to get for him. Yeah, but it's not what I would pay to get him either. Just, just because. 
but I, I want, I mean, I mean, him and Akers are probably close in age, obviously less injury history on the Najee side, but again, the age is probably there. You're getting that 23 first and it's clearly a team that's teetering, but even, even a late 23 first at this point looks valuable. And then Jerry Judy, I think, is just the icing on yeah, the cake. Like if I'm if I'm the one offering that, I'm not starting with Jerry Judy as the wide receiver I'm offering there, depending on what else I have. I, there's, there's, I'm looking at this from a couple different perspectives because I, I don't really care about Najee's age as much um, as you know in comparison to Acres. I mean, if if anything, it's a year, maybe two at most. Uh, but they came out in the in the same class, right? No, Acres was the year before. Yeah, I thought Acres, Acres was... was the year before. So Acres has been in, in, in with it, with okay. an injury history. Okay, so hold on. Does this change your thought at all? Because Acres is actually younger than Najee. No, it doesn't change my thought at all. Okay. Uh, because he also has two major injuries, one being an Achilles in comparison to an ACL. Uh, I say major. The second one wasn't as major, but he was he missed a significant amount of time in his second uh, or his first year. What's what's Cam Acres' ADP? And what's Jerry Judy's ADP? Because you could look at this from a startup standpoint too. Najee's likely a top ten pick. So if you're at 107, are you trading 107 for a third, a fourth, and then a random rookie pick? Because essentially, I, I, I'm assuming that's a, pretty much probably what it is. That's the other right thing. Right like, Najee's going as the tenth, tenth, eleventh pick in a dynasty superflex. I don't know if that, that said that if it was superflex or not, but. Um, that's what Najee's going as the RB two right now. It's tough. My love for Acres, you, you know my love for Acres, and I don't think it's a far off trade by any means. It's just I, you guys were really quick to jump on the Acres in the, in the draft pick, and I, and I'm thinking to myself like, Jerry Judy is going pick fifty five, I believe. Oh, forty eight. It's around five. Yeah. Round five. Oh, sorry, sixty six in a super black. Sixty six. Sixty six. So that's like round six. So I mean, again, like you're 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 talking about trading a possible top ten for Cam's going round three or something. That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, there he is, forty-four. Forty-four. Oh, so that's into that's into round four. Mm-hmm. He's going so as the RB fourteen. So if you look at it from a starting from a, from a startup standpoint, you're trading a top ten pick for a fourth, a sixth, and the twenty twenty three first. That that that's the value that you're looking at getting. And if you're picking at 110, nobody here is making that trade if you put it into in, 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 into draft pick modes. And I know draft pick's different when you assign a name to it, but that's something to consider. I mean, we're, we're talking a pretty significant, you know, drop-off or change, depending on who you are. Like, yeah, the potential's there for Judy, because Russell Wilson's there. Yeah, the potential's there for Cam Akers, but the exact thing that you guys were talking about earlier was, I'm going to make a trade because I've seen the surefire thing. You're now saying with this trade, just because the 2023 first is there, that you are now going to take the guys that have the potential. Yeah, but see, I've seen it with Acres, and I've seen it with. I'm Judy. higher. Yeah, I'm higher on Acres than ADP. So, well, I'm. Big, well, I, I, I am time. too. I mean, you know, I am. You, well, let me, let's, I'm just. I'm. I'm, bring, I'm trying to bring a level of of yeah, realism you, you, to you, this trade, though. I wouldn't what? take Najee at ten, though. But here, I think you're lower on Najee than others, though. Yeah. Too, Eli, like there, you know, like that. I think the gap from Najee to Acres for you is probably smaller than most people. You're probably in the minority in that group. I mean, but and I'm, I'm pro- and I'm probably in the minority of that group too. From that way, either. I, I think you're better off looking at it from our ranking standpoint I, because that's more to us. 
Yeah, or, I, I agree, but but I, I'm I'm we're not doing it. We're not doing the show for advice for us. Like we know where we are. We're doing mm-hmm. it for what we would put our spin on to where you are. And somebody out there that's doing a startup, maybe picking at one ten, and seeing Najee there, and we're sitting here having this discussion. And if they get offered a fourth, a sixth, and a twenty twenty three first, and we tell them to smash accept on it, it's we're going to look like fools. I mean, anybody with their in their mindset would just be like, that's that's a terrible trade. Like, in anybody that's on Twitter, if you put it into perspectives of that startup, and I know startup values are, Correct. That's are, are where crap, it. but if you did that, people would be like, oh, that's that, that's horrible. So you, I'm just trying to bring a sense of levity to this. But once the draft's over, right, you put none the of it matters. It. Right. right. I... I, I I'm with you guys. I would probably take the acre side, but I don't think it's too much for Najee. I mean, what did Najee do in his, in his rookie year with a with a statue of a quarterback back there in Big Ben? You, you guys are talking about their quarterback play this year, but let's face it, Big Ben was probably worse than anybody they have on roster right now. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Last it's not year. even quarterback play. It's, it's the did the O line actually get any better? Did no, I mean like the O line was terrible last year, and he still went for what 1,200 yards and in a ton of volume. So, you know, if he misses a game or two because he's getting so much volume, how much does that hurt his, his overall number? That's it. And, and literally, it's a year older. So you're already getting an older running back. Yes, it's only a year, but an older running back with with probably more carries at this point than Cam Akers. Yeah, but, coming off an Achilles, but he came back in season and played well after tearing the Achilles. But Cam so Akers I, has I'm, also now had two NFL seasons of putting his body through that and having injuries at the same time. I I get that. And I love acres. Like you're, you're preaching to the choir as far as the acres upside is concerned, but Najee did it with a shit offensive line last year, a terrible quarterback. And I, and I don't even know who the hell their second wide receiver was last year. But the other thing that props Najee up was the amount of passes he caught. But Pittsburgh doesn't do an RBBC. Akers is an yeah. RBBC this year with Henderson. Sure. But like, what I'm saying is... He's going to get the volume regardless. If Mitchell's going to push the ball down the floor more than Big Ben did because Big Ben couldn't do it anymore, that's that's going to decrease the 90 yeah. receptions that Najee had, which is a yeah. huge yeah. number. That's absolutely, so, absolutely true. He, he, he made That may happen for sure. Absolutely. I, I just... I think Najee had... like He wasn't efficient last year. He, he did it on a lot of volume. I still love Najee. It's just you're getting a guy I don't look too far off from him. I don't view Cam Akers and Najee Harris that far off. No. I, I, and I don't either. I mean, you could look at my rankings and you would see that I don't either. And then you're getting Jerry Judy, who I think can hey. have, uh, an, especially now that Tim Patrick has gone down, because not that Tim Patrick worried me, but he, he's a good wide receiver on that team. It's just a third person to take. Hmm. He's not there yeah. anymore. And nobody else that they have now really, I, I think they lean on Judy and something more. And then a mid first in 2023, which, you know. Assuming it's a mid first. It you don't know what fantasy football that could be anywhere in the first. It could be even 101. Right, I exactly. Mean, so you're getting a first next year, but let's. Mid's the easy thing to go with. You could be looking at running backs like Tank Bigsby. Oh, Zach yeah. Jameer Gibbs. Oh, yeah. Jameer sure. Gibbs. Oh, yeah. No, and, no. and wide receivers. And I'm completely on the Acres side. I would take Acres in this situation, but I, I don't think it's as easy as you two. <laughs> we're, we're so quick to make so, it seem like it was. That, that, startup, that's it, it from, from my did, perspective. Michael. In the yeah. startup we did, now I believe this was pre-Russell Wilson getting traded. Probably. Jerry Judy went at the 7-9. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we we ended up taking Najee Harris and Cam Akers. Yeah. We took Najee at the one twelve. We we had the turn, and then we took Cam at the three one. So right. it, it would it, be uh, the three one seven nine. Now pre pre Russell. So I don't know what that. But note. let me ask you this question, Mark: If we were sitting at one twelve and somebody offered us three hundred one seven hundred nine and a twenty twenty three first, we're not considering but, that trade. It's the biggest difference with that though is, is is in a startup, I'm not looking to to get that many 2023 20, like yeah, the, the next year's Absolutely. first. Yeah, yeah. You can't look at a team, especially at, at 112, and go, well, yeah, maybe they look like they're a little bit of a so so. Personally, I don't look like if you offered that me, I'd be say no, and that's in that startup for that reason. Yeah. I don't want your 23 win first really. I, I'd rather wait to yeah. see how your team is doing. And once again, I, I'm not. I, I just. I, I'm with you guys. It's just I I don't think I think it's a much tougher decision across the board than than how you guys at least to me made it perceived to be. And because I just found that it three three assets for one and and, and that's yeah. the reason one of the biggest reasons why I would decide to that. But also because Cam Akers to me is closer to Najee at least his upside is. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, that's how I view them also. I mean, prior to the in Cam Akers rookie class, I had him ranked as the first overall back. He was my first. He was my number one. You know, he was my number one. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's not, and that was over Jonathan Taylor. So like, you know, it's not something that I, I'm that I take lightly with that. It's just I, I have to. I guess I would probably feel more comfortable if I knew exactly how the Rams were. I guess, but I, I would still probably take the Acres side just for upside alone. Just ah, that's hard. That's tough. I still feel like you could probably get more for Najee. That's the thing. Too. All right. Mark hit us with another one. We can get a few more in. Oh, real quick, guys. Isaiah Likely, that dude is. I mean, I know it's preseason, but some of the catches this guy this guy's making. Yeah. If you if you have a, if you're in a if you're in a league that requires a tight end, you're looking for a deep guy or a deep flyer. Try, take Isaiah Likely. Anyways, go ahead. All right. Half PPR, twelve team Superflex Dynasty. Sky Moore and Devonte Parker, or Devonta Smith. Sky Moore and Devonte Parker or Devonte Smith. Yes. I hate Devonte Smith, but probably Devonte. <laughs> Yeah, give me I mean, yeah. I love I love Sky Moore. Don't get me wrong, but that's pretty much Sky Moore for Devontae Smith straight up. And I, I just I don't think Sky Moore should be there yet. And not that Devontae Smith to me is. <laughs> I, I don't know how you feel about it, Eli, but I, I don't even incorporate Parker into that conversation personally. I mean, if I, I, I can, I wanted at first. I'm like, oh, if I'm a contender, maybe I lean that side because maybe. Parker has a decent year this year. We've seen it at least once before from him. But I think Smith should be in better situation with A.J. Brown there than he was trying to be the number one wide receiver with Jalen Hurts throwing him the ball. So I actually like Smith more with A.J. Brown there now. I think most people probably should, but I'm going to go with Smith's side. Devonta? Yeah, I mean... I, I, I'm not a Devonta Smith guy. I wasn't at any point. He had a great college career, taking nothing away from him. But his baby calves and his chicken legs just don't do it for me. Um, but, yeah, I don't – oh, man. I think uh, – <laughs> You just got to swallow. I, I, I think it's almost like the DK trade I made where I'm going to I'm gonna take the Devonta side and then I'm just going to turn around and try to flip them, flip them probably sometime in the season – for something else, um, especially since this guy said he's he's probably not competing till next year. So if you can, you know, 
take Devontae and turn him into another first-round pick in 2023, I'm, right, I'm I got all it. for that. I, I, and, and I can't even say roster construction in this case because even if I was rebuilding, I'm not even sure I would take the Sky Moore trade just because Devontae Parker literally doesn't add anything to me. No, no but that's I, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? like, I'm taking Devontae just to rebuild off of Devontae and go grab another first no, and third right. or something. No, right, but what I'm else. saying is, though, is even, even if I'm rebuilding and Sky Moore is like, you know, yeah. uh, you know rookie compared, like – there's They're nothing not probably far off in age. Right, there's, but there's nothing there to make me just go, oh, let me go. 12-team PPR super flex. They added tight end premium, but there's no tight ends in the trade, so I don't really care. Um, <laughs> Jamar Chase for C.D. Lamb in a late 23 first. I'm, I'm still taking Jamar Chase. That that late first is just pushes it too far. I, I, I think C.D.'s a good young wide receiver. We'll see now as, you know, kind of the top guy, top dog on his team. Chase is just, he's just too good. Is, I, I'm going Chase as well. I think it's really, I think it's really close trade. So it really depends on how you feel about how far apart they are. Some people will only have them a couple of spots apart. Um, but that late 23 first, like you said. Oh, I mean, they, I was, in my sorry, ranking, conversation. They, in my rankings, they may not be like super far off, but like the gap is a tier. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Michael. What, what is the trade? I'm sorry, I was Jamar Chase. To screen. Okay. Jamar Chase for CD Lamb in a late 23 first. This is like that Najee one that we just had. Um, I, again, late 23 first. Like we don't know what happens with with those. I hate when people are like, "Oh, this projected late, sure," but um, I feel like probably, you're making this harder than it should be. No, it's just, it's probably Jamar Chase for me. Um, I just I just think it's closer because Chase and Lamb are close to me in my rankings, and you're adding that 2023 first again to the situation, regardless of where they project it to be. You know, I it, it might be enough if you are in love with the 2023 draft class to bridge that gap. It really yeah, depends on where it, it really depends on where you love on how much it, it, where your where, where your stance is with with Lamb. I guess that the. the if you and truly love Lamb, then I then I could see you taking Lamb in this situation. I, I just personally like Jamar Chase, so I, I like uh, Lamb. I, I just, but I, I, I'm yeah. taking Chase. Uh, Twitter was fifty one percent, forty nine percent, so basically dead even split. Which side? Which side did Jamar Chase? And and that's the reason why I I like I'm with Twitter in the sense of like I don't think it's as clear cut. It really is your your love on yep. Lamb, and right, where you for have sure. And and don't get me wrong, I have Lamb at five, and but I have Chase at one. So right, yeah, I mean, and 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 even if I had them a little bit closer, like I had Lamb at four, it's the gap between Chase and Lamb isn't as close as those numbers make it seem. I have to put Lamb somewhere. Like even if I have him at two, I still I just Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase to me are like the yeah, the, yeah. the the gold tier, oh, yeah, and then we're sure. then we're dropping down from there. So hey, just, and just. It's just one of those things. Like, does the 2023 first bridge it enough for you no. to, to make the move? And, and it doesn't for me. Not if it's looking to be late, no. But, yeah, I hate that so much, though. I had a yeah, roster but you can I had, sometimes I had a, see that. But I had a roster last year that looked like it could 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 have been a league winner, and I was sixth. Like, <laughs> I mean, you just you just never know. It's sure. But, all right, we got one more. Unless we one want to do more. But, oh, we, we, I mean, I have a bunch more. I don't know how long you want to go. Eli was the one that was like, you can do an outro after we're done this next one. No, I was just saying you still had to give us an outro. Right. He was reminding you. He was producing oh, well, you. Were, 
Reminding me. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the outro. <laughs> Reminder. So we're going to stick with CD Lamb in this one. Mm. So the 12 team PPR Superflex CD Lamb for Cortland Sutton and Marquise Brown. Lamb. Lamb. I, I, I think Cortland Sutton, if, if you would have asked me this question probably two years ago, I probably. Oh, Lamb was only in college then, but sure. Well, I I, I know <laughs> Lamb was, but I'm saying that if you had asked this like two years ago, like if on how I felt about Sutton, then like I would probably Lamb I could make a future. case for Sutton, but I just two years ago. But two years ago, I was thinking that Sutton probably had wide receiver one potential. I, I don't think he does anymore. I think I was just really off, off on him. You don't think that anymore? No, it, and it's not and it's not necessarily anything that Sutton has done. I'm just I. He's gone through so much, so many changes on the coaching staff there, and he's gone through so much just diversity with quarterbacks in and out and everything else that I just don't know if he's ever going to be able to reach that that his ceiling. I mean, he um, had eleven hundred yards with Drew Locke or whoever the quarterback was at the time. <laughs> yeah, and in one season does not make a wide receiver one. Well, <laughs> it's I mean, just two. Okay, but two of the other so. He's had four seasons so far. One, obviously, yeah. there was injuries. He only played one game. Mm-hmm. The other two are, are over 700 yards. But, again, that's still, I mean, we were talking over 700 yards for any other person, and we're like, that's not a wide receiver one. But we're also talking about so, Drew Locke. I, I, and I get that. I just don't know if we he We now have Russell Wilson. And what happens if Russell Wilson falls in love with Jerry Judy and Jerry Judy becomes the wide receiver one in Denver? But, but I see, mean, but Russell, Russ has never done that, though. He's always Tyler supported – and DK Metcalf, but on broken down plays, and <laughs> well, right. So the, I mean, Portland Sutton can do the same thing. He's, I, I think Sutton's a much better wide receiver than DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I think Sutton is a. I think Sutton's better than than both too. Yeah, absolutely. I don't disagree with that. But I just I don't know if he's ever truly going to reach that wide receiver one status. That's all. I I, I, I like Sutton, Sutton a lot. Don't just, get me wrong. I just he's not close enough to CD Lamb and Marquise Brown is not right. bridging any gaps. Yeah, Hollywood me. Brown doesn't even. If anything, it might take away. <laughs> it's one of it those. Might, it might, eat, I was it might open the up the thing, gap. Like, you know, like, it might, yeah, like, like, give me a different wide receiver. Uh, like, like, I would definitely be it, saying that to the person. It's like the yeah. Devontae Parker one and the other one. Like, I think it just widens the gap. It's more of a, you know, <laughs> like. Let's see. Okay, 12-team PPR Superflex. Okay. Zach Wilson, Traylon Burks, 23-3rd, Kyler Murray. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I just don't trust Murray. And if I'm, getting, like if, I'm getting a, if I'm getting a quarterback back and a, and a young wide receiver, I mean, it, it's it's not an easy trade. Don't get me wrong. If I'm sitting on Kyler Murray, I'm not guaranteed I'm going to make that trade. Correct. But it was Zach Wilson, Traylon Burks, Traylon Burks in and the twenty third for Kyler Murray. If so I had Murray. Kyler Murray, I would have a tough time making that trade. Correct. But but I'd, I'd also think about it. But, I would probably yeah. try to turn the third into a second, at least. I would feel better. If yeah, that's I would feel better if it was a first. And sure, I would, but. I would spin it, but based, even though I don't believe these things, based on the, oh, Burks hasn't looked great. He's running with these guys. He's on. Oh, yeah. I would be spinning it to the person kind of this way to get a better pick out of it. But this reminds me of the Najee one that we were talking about. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily enough to move Kyler. I think you could get more for Kyler. Just because, especially in a super flex format, because of how people view him, I just I, I just don't like Kyler Murray. I, I, I like him in the open field. If there was if there wasn't a defense on the, <laughs> that he didn't have to throw, I mean, I I, I love him all day. And, and don't get me wrong, he's not a terrible quarterback. It's just 
when I watch Arizona games or I see Arizona games, I see him rolling to his right a lot. It's almost like every play he's rolling to his light right. And he's constantly, it's almost like he's frantic back there. You know, it works for him. He puts up numbers. It, the only thing with this is he's on a much older team than Zach Wilson. You're not going to get, Zach Wilson's not going to give you it's the production. It's also not the Jets. Well, right. It, but, <laughs> but, but, are the Cardinals much better? I, not, I don't even know if they're at this point. <laughs> but let's be honest, though. The Jets have made decisions on paper, anyways, that look really good. <laughs> Thank uh, you for surprise, that. Surprisingly, have looked really good on paper. Now, Zach Wilson has a young team that he can grow with. So if you're talking a dynasty purpose, like, that's nice. Kyler Murray's not going anywhere. But when quarterbacks sign that big-ass contract, such as we've seen in the past, teams kind of start dipping in production because they can't fill the certain spots. Let's let's not forget, they added the clause in for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They only took the clause out because it got out. Exactly. So yeah. there is a reason for that clause that no one's supposedly ever had before in a contract. So. And Kyler Murray then complaining about the clause after he signed the contract, knowing it was in there. After the backlash came out and everybody was on his side, like, oh, yeah, that is a terrible thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I still. Holy crap. Twitter know, is in love with Malik Willis right now. Mm-hmm. He, he has absolutely been on fire in this game. He's looked. I mean, again, preseason, but he's looked absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, but again, though, uh, I would probably take the Wilson side. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that I just, because I'm, I'm looking at this from a standpoint, well, I don't know, though, because if I <laughs> if somebody was offering Murray to me for that, I would take that Murray. So I'm going to go with Murray. Uh, I'll side with Murray this time. Very tough. What, what's the percentage on that? Like 98% Murray? Like 80-20, yeah. <laughs> All right. Roster construction. Mike. 10 team, half PPR. 10 team. Half PPR, Jesus. Amateur hour, come on. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, (laughs) Brandon Ayuk, Cole Komet. That's one side? That's the other side. No, no. Jonathan Taylor. Four. Oh, Jesus. I thought you were saying that was one side of the package. I was like, a dude had Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris, and he's trying to trade them both in one package. I was like, who is he trading them for? Like, who is he trading them for? Like, an entire roster? Okay, so. Jonathan Taylor. Four, okay. Najee Harris, Brandon Ayuk, and Cole Komet. I'm taking the Taylor side. That's. I don't want there. I don't want Ayuk there. I'm not super high on. I'm not as high on Najee, and I don't care about Cole Komet. Not in a ten team. Probably it's Jonathan me because probably Jonathan Taylor, but it's close. It, I say it's close, but I mean Brandon Ayuk. We when he was out of the doghouse last year, he played fairly well, but. He still didn't and get the looks that he should have had. Supposedly, he's looking great in camp too. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Eli, so if is, we switched it out for Javante instead of Najee, would you still go Jonathan Taylor? I think it's Ayuk and Komet that are. Yeah, that and that, if, that's kind of where I'm held up with too. Like, if it was a two tight end or like a, a two point four reception, yeah, it doesn't for tight like ends, then maybe the Komet would be enough. Eli, I'm kind of surprised. What, what's what's up with the n- not love for Najee? I thought you liked Najee more. I what do, happened here? I do like Najee. I just worry about seeing a repeat of that low efficiency. And like you brought up, he was kind of sustained by volume and an exorbitant amount of receptions that we did not expect. Yeah, well, think- uh, yeah, absolutely. But do you not do you not think that he's going to see the a possible same volume type work with what they have there in Pittsburgh? I, I guess that's my 
my surprise a little bit is because I, I think he sees about the same volume, but I just I still worry about the efficiency. That's fair. That's fair. So I, and so I the, just, the offense the offensive line definitely did not improve. <laughs> I, I mean, like it, it definitely did not improve. So it's that it's definitely not the most appealing situation. I just sure. prefer Jonathan Taylor in this situation. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I side with Jonathan Taylor there. It, it's close between Taylor and, and Najee, or you know, closer uh, on the spectrum between those two. But I, I would still take the guy with the better offensive line and better offense in general, in in, in Jonathan Taylor. There's sure. a lot of players you could swap out. IU could commit for probably in the same value range that I would that I could potentially lean to the Najee side. Yeah, yeah. I'd be very curious to figure out if where I what where's IU's eighty in comparisons to to Judy because we had what Judy in round seven I think it was. Yeah, somewhere around it, but I think it's gonna be way off. Is IU way 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 down? Yeah, there? he's so so. Apparently, people aren't really coming around on him yet. Okay. Let's see. Sleeper just updated for August 10th. So let's see if we can. I mean, if you, you don't spend a ton of time looking for you if you can't find him, I was just, I was just curious. On here is wide receiver 39. 39. Hmm. Well, that's actually wow. higher than I expected. That's still, that's still. What, right, what's, so what's he's Judy? 41 as of as of yesterday. 41. And I believe he's pick one. Probably like a hundred some overall. Yeah. 100 I, even. 100 even, yeah. I, I figured it was probably pretty low. I just wasn't 100% sure. So that's about, what, a 30-player gap difference or not player gap difference? 35, about 34, 35. 34, 35, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, pick 66 to, to 100. Yeah, 66, yeah, so 34. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so you everybody cited Jonathan Taylor on that one? Yes. Jonathan yes. Taylor, Najee Harris, Ayuk, and... 55%, oh, 55% Jonathan Taylor, though. Not as high as I actually expected it to be. Yeah, but I think some people were probably thinking along the same lines as you and I, Mark, as far as it being close with Taylor and Harris. And then, you know, Ayu and Komet doesn't really do anything, but some people really like Komet, especially in leagues that you have to start a tight end. So I guess I can kind of understand that a little. Travis Kelsey, 12 team, one quarterback, half PPR. Travis Kelsey, four. Gabe Davis in a 2023 second. I think even in half, you probably would have to go Kelsey. Gabe Davis had, what, a four-game run? I mean, a one-game run <laughs> in the playoffs? Yeah, in the playoffs. And, like, people are really just, like, boning him. Yeah. It's the second that actually is a little bit the... for me, only because of Kelsey's age. But yeah, you you, you could flip Kelsey for more if, if, like, your team's just tanking for whatever reason. You, you could probably get him for first at some point. Yeah, I don't really like that trade in general. I, I was really surprised. Side. 79% on the Kelsey side. I, I, I'm, I'm not su- I'm not surprised because people do love tight ends. I'm surprised because of it being Gabe Davis. I think he's losing steam now. I, yeah, I, think, I, I, I think people are finally coming around to the fact that they, they're they looking at him going, so this guy didn't really do much the, other than that one game. One of the reasons I, I asked that question was look at who is one spot ahead of Brandon Ayuk. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Yep. Wow. Interesting. That's the I'd rather have Ayuk. <laughs> me too. Huh. 12 team, super, fre- super flex. Super flex? Brandon. Super fresh. Super fresh. What, 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 what are you, Scooby? Super yeah. flex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Ayuk, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Jalen Tobert. Four, Brees Hall, and a 23 third. That's got to be a. Th- <laughs> So Ayuk, Ayuk, 
Amon Ra, Tolbert for pretty much Brees Hall. One on one, roughly in rookie drafts for late second, early third, and Tolbert. Ayu and Amon, twenty twenty three third. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some people just like to throw them in. I'm yeah. I'm probably going to still go Brees, and here's why. We've talked about it on the show numerous times, but positional scarcity, and this is I this is proof. This trade right here is proof of the positional scarcity differential between wide receivers and and running back. Because this guy's trading three wide receivers that I am assuming are probably his wide receivers five, six, seven. Let's hope so. I'm assuming. I'm I'm just going to I'm going to assume. Because if there is wide receivers like two, three, four, he's got a problem. Well, he would be he would be absolutely insanely stupid to make that trade if that was the case if it was his two three four. But I'm going to make an offer. If, okay, at at best or worst case scenario, it's it's four five and six, and Brees is a potential RB one. So, or at least on paper, he looks like he could be an RB one. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Brees for the positional scarcity side of things. I know Michael Carter's still there and he could eat it and stuff, but yeah, I'm, okay. I'm fine with Brees. I'm a firm believer in Brees Hall's talent. So Brees Hall, give me the running back. It, it it's the, the three wide receivers, and I like all three of those wide receivers. I, if they were all on teams with me, you know, that I have, I'd be happy. Uh, if yeah, they yeah, were, for sure. You know, yeah, my four, five, six, stuff like that. But they're also three guys that are very, very dependent on other things happening around them. Amon Ra, not as much, but they did do a lot of adding to that offense. They absolutely did. This, yeah. this offseason where he did a lot of his damage when he was kind of the guy. Yep. Ayuk, again, we don't know what he is. Tolbert, we haven't seen anything from him yet. All all, all guys that have lots of upside that we love, but Reese Hall is just too too much. All right, who had another one, Eli? Because I got a good one. All right, shoot. Oh, and um, it was on the Brees side on that one for 69% Reese. Okay. So I got another Brees Hall one here. If you don't got one, Eli, ready to go? Nope, you can shoot one up. So it's Brees Hall, a 23 second, and a 23 third for Javante Williams. So Brees a second and a third for Javante? Pretty much. Mm. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, he Why? says. Why? Oh, man. Uh, Javante. It, it's a very it, fair trade. It is. You're, not, you're, you're, you're running back, it. running back. <laughs> You know, so you're you're pretty much going the same position, and then you're adding some pieces onto the younger unknown running. Yeah, I'm gonna lean uh, uh, Brees. Yeah, I can't even argue with that. I can't. I can't it, even make. A, I can't. Like, I can't even make a case of like as to why would you do that? Like, I I can't. Yeah, I, I guess this would come down a to really, it's a good trade. It's a good trade. I guess what would come down to is as to who would you rank if they came out together in the same class? Who would you rank ahead of? Would you rank Hall ahead of Javante? Then I can understand why you would take Hall. If you would rank Javante ahead of Hall, I, I, I could see why you take Javante. I guess. I, I, I mean, I'd have Hall ahead of Javante, but the thing that's holding me up here is Jets versus seen, Denver. No, we've that, seen Javante okay. have a good season already in the NFL. Yeah, where we obviously haven't seen anything from Brees. And my, my other side of it's Jets. Denver, just because the sure. Jets are so Jets are so young, whereas Denver looks like they're ready to compete now. So. I think I say Javante. It, it's, yes. it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when because we say that, we have the one eye closed. We're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Push the button. Just, just yeah, I don't. 
but the uh, Twitter is on the uh, Brees Hall side, 65%. Oh, wow, that's actually higher than I... I don't know, maybe we're just higher on Javante than most. I don't possible? know, because we had Javante as our number two, and a lot of people have had him as their number one running back in that class over Najee, so... That's yeah. true. I would have had Brees rated higher than Javante if they came out in the same class. Yeah, I, I believe I would have also done that. But I also probably would have had Brees higher than Najee. Uh, same, yeah, I believe I would too. All right. All right. Any more, Eli? Eli, yep. somebody? I got right. two. I got a couple more. Just so you know, I do have thunderstorms ripping through the area here soon. So, just do one more, Eli, and then we'll do not turn call today. Full PPR. Elijah Mitchell, Ken Walker. Elijah Mitchell for Ken Walker. Yep. Oh man, I. Would, would you rather? <laughs> oh. oh man, I like Elijah <laughs> Mitchell more uh... than Ken Walker, but he was still only a six-round pick on a team that will use any freaking running back they feel like it at any given day. And Walker went to a team where apparently they still believe in Rashad Penny being the starter for some reason. This is true. <laughs> Man. Uh, but he was a second rounder at least. Yeah. Uh, granted, Penny was a first rounder. I get it, but still. Now, honestly, Penny would be fine as a first round pick if it wasn't for the damn injuries that derailed his career. Yeah, very true. Like, holy hell, that guy's had the worst luck in the world. I, I mean, that... I'm I'm still going Eliza Mitchell. I'm I'm believing in his talent. I I believe he's better than Kenneth Walker. I don't care what people think, and we've I, seen it. We've already seen him do it. I am going with Elijah Mitchell out of fear that. Kenneth Walker ends up having a very Chris Carson-esque career. Chris Carson career? Yeah. Esque-esque career. Injured? Or Not not necessarily injuries, just never really a guy that you love. I don't you know? love San Francisco or Seattle running backs most of the time, to be honest. I, but true. I'm I mean, gonna, I, mean, I'm I gonna like take... San Francisco running backs if it was just one of them. Well, well, be great. <laughs> that's the problem. It's like Patriots. So I, I'm going to lean the Walker side here. Twitter was 67% on the Mitchell side. I'm, that, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised it's that high, too. For for me, with the Mitchells, I think it's the efficiency of the San Francisco offense. I know that Trey Lance is is, is taking over, so it's going to look a little bit different. But uh, that Seattle roster from top to bottom just looks absolutely dreadful, and it does not look like a year one rebuild. All right, I got one more for you since you brought up Lance. 10-team dynasty superflex. Okay. Trey Lance and Burks. Or Mac Jones, Drake London, and a 23 first. Mac Jones, because of that 2023 first, which is something that we've talked about, you know, a couple times. Drake London and Burks are not that far off. So basically, if you were to make, so if you were to make a trade for Drake London and Burks, if you're in a rookie draft, let's say you were picking 104, you'd be trading up to 103, and you're gonna, uh, you know, so that's like basically a wash, and then it would be Mac Jones and a first for Trey Lance. And we've already discussed that Mac Jones is going to be one of those guys that's going to be, you know, a very happy, long-time QV2 for you that if Trey Lance bombs out, make the if, – if he hits his floor, which his floor is still very low, guys. Like, let's not forget that. I know he looked pretty decent in the few, few plays that he played, but his floor is still really low. Uh, you can get a quarterback in next year's class to kind of maybe hopefully bridge that gap possibly. So I, I'm going to take the Mac Jones side just because London and Burks are so close. But in the same sense in last year's draft, would you have traded, let's say the one ten and the 23 first and gave away lands, the one Oh two pretty much or one Oh three, depending on where you were at. I mean, you got to remember, I had Mac Jones ranked higher than Lance because of Jones being safer. So it wouldn't have been that far of a stretch for me. Like Lance's, 
Lance is I thought you had them. I had. I think had Mac at five, and even Wilson ahead of him. I think I might have. I think I might have moved. Uh, I think I might have moved Wilson and Lance ahead of him late because of the ceilings on both those guys. Like their ceilings are. Don't get me wrong. Lance and Wilson's ceilings are significantly higher than where Mac Jones is going to possibly end up. But I'm. I'm. I, I'm taking floors the Lance are so much lower. He, Yes, but the upside for Lance, but I also I prefer Burks to London. I prefer Burks to London. So, I I would prefer Trey Lance's upside in that sense at this point. I mean, it, it's it's hard to know where that twenty three first is going to be. So, you know, looking at the other person's team and kind of trying to say, okay, well maybe they're not that good, but I think I'm leaning Lance and Burks. It's it's it, it's hard. It, it, it's it's, super it's a hard it, it's a hard one. Like, it's that, sure. any trade. of these trades, I think that's one of the biggest roster construction trades we've had. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that one, that one definitely, yeah, roster construction for sure. But it's also a very lateral move, you know, like in a sense of potentially, but one team gets another asset if you take the right side. The 2023 first to me bridges the gap enough between Lance and Jones. I feel like that might, I'm assuming it's going to be a late one later than, than where, well, but. You say that, but the team that's trading away the first is also getting Lance in, rever- in, in the comeback. And if Lance and Burks both don't even come close to meeting halfway to their ceiling, then that first could easily be in the top six. Okay. Like, it, it's two really, it's two unpredictable assets. Whereas the Matt Jones size, you're getting a guy that you know knows the system, played really well, QB2. Right now, he's and- the only predictable one of all of them. Right. Even if Drake London bombs out for you in, on the Mac Jones side, you still have Mac Jones, who you know pretty much what you're going to get with. With Lance and Burks, you don't know what you're getting. So that first that you're getting for those two players, if they don't succeed, you're going to get a high first round pick to go with Mac Jones and Drake London for a, a loaded 2023 draft class. So that's the reason why I, why I want that side. I, I, it's it's super close. You can go either way. It, it is close. Yeah, I mean, because on the flip side, Burks and Lance's ceiling is through the roof. So you make that trade, and now you have a number eleven or a number ten pick. Like, I don't know if that helps you or change your mind on deciding or did whatever <laughs> you like. <laughs> I'm usually not very good at making things clear. <laughs> Any others, Mark? No, most of mine were weren't like the other way. You want me to run an outro? We're at six minutes. Hey, you should run an outro. Oh, I should run an outro. There's yeah, the, you could, there's you the reminder. Run an outro. My producer here at Dynasty Academy is absolutely super fantastic, and I love him to death for reminding me to do an outro. I can't wait for that to make it into the intro. Um, <laughs> hey, wait <laughs> gonna... before you do that. Uh, what now? Full what? PPR Superflex, three starting running back slots. Reese Hall and Naheem Hines, or Garrett Wilson in a late 23 first. Reese Hall and Naheem Hines? You have to start three yeah. running backs. I mean, that's... yeah. I mean, there's running back. That's not even close. Twitter said 54% Garrett Wilson in the late first. <laughs> they probably didn't read the three. They probably back. didn't read it. I almost missed it. Anyways, hey, you should run us an intro. Outro. Oh, an outro? Oh, an outro? Okay. Whatever thing you do at the end of the show. <laughs> That's going to do it for us here tonight at the Dynasty Academy. Until next week, have a good one.